Kia ora tātou. this is the blog post from the 26th of November 2020. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. I really like this line from last week's post. What is it in a seed that when planted in the earth, isolated and in darkness, it becomes undone, it breaks and stretches itself beyond its means and reaches for the light? What is it in us that inherently reaches for light in our own way? And just quickly imagine me as I'm writing this and even as I'm reading this to you, doing little finger snaps, as we try to etch a little bit deeper into the wānanga about why that is. You know, why do we reach for the light? What is it that is inherent in us that just, it doesn't even force us to do it. What am I even trying to say? Like, it's just what we do. It just is. Anyway, we'll get back to the blog post and maybe we'll cover that later. But maybe... Tāne, the utter of the forest, and pursuit of light or pursuit of knowledge can help us as we continue to build and add new whakaro, new ideas to the puna, the pool of that sequence of optimal health and well-being according to how we interact with our tupuna, our ancestors, and the atua, primarily associated with the domains of food, water, air, and light, and how we can survive for a descending amount of time with each of those different elements in all their forms. And now you might be thinking, we covered Tane last moon cycle when we were talking about air, and you're not wrong. We also covered him in the first one when we were talking about Kai. <laughs> but keep in mind that assigning Atua to one domain and neglecting the presence of all Atua in each moment, place and space is colonial. And we should seek out opportunities to unlearn that and remember our intrinsic outlook and experience of the world ASAP. But anyway, more on that later. Tāne is an Atua of light. That's our topic for right now and for this blog post. So Tāne is an Atua of light. Tāne, who separated Rangi and Papa, heaven and earth, to bring about Te Marama, the world of light, physical manifestation, the world of light and physical manifestation, and phase out the creation stages of Te Pō, the darkness, unknown and confusion. Tāne, who descended from Tikitiki Orangi, the uppermost heaven, with baskets of knowledge to enlighten the Atua and also further down the track, Te Iratangata, humankind none of which he could have accomplished on his own. He's the poster boy for sure. His stories are some of the most common that we know about Te Ratu or that have been preserved and handed down uh, over generations. But in each of those stories, Tane calls on someone or something else for support, or his efforts are in addition to the contributions made by others. Tane realised his potential in ascending to Tikitiki Orangi as a result of collective contribution and community care. I'm a 100% believer that us becoming the best version of ourselves or realizing our potential like Tane did is our greatest contribution to life. Us reconnecting to ourselves and in turn to our tupuna and mokopuna because whakapapa and enriching that connection, remembering our greatness and really refining our connection to it and harnessing it to do, be, have and give all the things we choose to. That's the work and we cannot do it alone. But why would we? Why would we want to do it alone? Why would we want to go on that journey by ourselves? We might accomplish the thing faster and probably with a bit more of our sanity intact. (laughs) And that's just one of those, if you know, you know. Um, But what's the point? Like bigger than that, what's the point? There'd be no reason to create anything if there was no one to share it with. 
there'd be no significance to doing or being anything really. So yes, fulfillment and purpose comes from how we contribute to and serve others and to being part of something bigger than ourselves. But also keep in mind that your life is about you and what you want it to be. It's about figuring out why you're here, why you specifically, why you were born with the skills and abilities you have, what fills you up with excitement, joy and purpose. It's about you deciding what type of impact you want to have and making it so. Or, plot twist, it's not about any of that. You get to choose. It's your life. It's about whatever you decide it to be. And the more we sip from this punau, from this pool, the more we realize how and why that means that our lives aren't actually about us at all, but about how we contribute to that collective. And we're going to touch on this just after I wrap this up. And I think there's light in that for each of us to lean into and allow to guide us through what may come and lead us to others whom we can support and be supported by. Ultimately, we do it together. We take Tani's lead and put ourselves in a position to see the world from a different perspective in reference to the separation of Langi and Papa and the transition phases from Te Pō to Te Aumarama. We ascend farther beyond we've ever been before and bring something back to positively affect the lives of others. A nod to his retrieval of Ngāketeote Mātauranga with the help of Tafi Mātea. We be Whakapapa in action. We be light. Tēnā tātou, Hanna. Okay, so if you've been following along with the blog post from the last two weeks, they've been a little bit underdeveloped or just fragmented and a few links missing. Um, but this one, I feel like we're getting back to a full, like fully realised blog post. <laughs> I still feel like there are some things missing where I could have refined ideas a little bit better, but really in tune with this one, really enjoyed it and writing about it um, just to reaffirm there's a line in here about how Tane is the poster boy or stories Puraco about Tane are some of the most popular, some of the better known ones generally. Like each whānau, hapu and iwi kind of have their go-tos, but generally across the board uh, for all of us, but generally across the board, um, tāne features in many of the stories that have been preserved over time uh, through colonial impact. But he couldn't have accomplished any of those things by himself. And so while he's put up, if we check the layers of those pūrāko, he realised his potential as a result of collective contribution and community care. Couldn't have defeated Fido without the help of Tafri Matea and his Uri and his descendants. Couldn't have separated Rangi and Papa if it weren't for the other efforts of his siblings who also attempted to separate their parents. Um, and it was just him who was kind of like that last nail in the coffin. That's not the proper thing that I'm trying to say but that's the only expression I can think of and so in our own lives you know we walk this journey we walk this path and we might be put up the front we might be put to the front of kaupapa or we might be the poster boy or poster girl um, in our own situations and own circumstances but that's not to over What's the word? That's not to dismiss the fact that 
everything we do is relational and it's the result of that community who have fed into our puna that has nourished us for all those years. So for me, it's kura kaupapa, it's te ahomatua, it's kohanga reo, it's all the efforts of uh, those who fought so that I could grow up in an environment that communicated to me that I could do everything because I was Māori. Right, so my mum and dad, that generation, they didn't grow up with that, but I did as a result of their efforts. And all these other little pieces that come together, I'm what's to show for that. Right, I'm the culmination of everyone and everything who's come before me. All of those efforts, all of those strands that have been woven together uh, form the mat that I get to sit on and stand on, pretty much. Or those are the po of the fuddy that look after me. And so in a similar way with you and what you're doing and experiences you have, it's the result of an accumulative effort. And it really, it makes me sad when I see posts about people, especially on social media, how people say, oh, I did this by myself, da 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 as if it's something to be proud of. Like I get the whole self-determining, being independent, like yeah, or for that. But if anything, it makes me sad when I read those posts or when I see that kind of stuff because I love that for the book, my very first book, I crowdfunded it and people donated and I couldn't have done it without everyone's support. Like, yes, I was the one who wrote it and I was the one who, you know, did all of that kind of thing. But I really detested and was repulsed by the idea that at the end of it, I would say that I didn't. Like, I love that there was that collective ownership of it in some way in that collective contribution as well and so tying into one of the previous blog posts around uh, the impact that Tafri has can be seen or Tafri can be seen on the impact he has on others everything is relational and so this is I think touching on that same theme but from a different perspective through Tane, some of the pūrāko he's involved with and coming at it from that angle and so, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. There's a couple lines in there from the book. Um, but looking forward to the next few posts about light as well. And so, oh, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm G'd up from this. <laughs> I mentioned in last week's post or last week's audio that the topic of light, especially because I think it resides under Uritinganana uh, more than anything, but also adding in this other perspective or taking Tani's lead for it for this one um, adds a bit more diversity to the wānanga as well but I really love this topic and hope you did too hope you enjoyed this blog post let me know what you think how you interpreted it or different things that might have sparked for you different ideas different interpretations different perspectives different whakaro if you disagree even I'm here for that but please let me know and I'll catch you on the next one cheers